Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? We got some big news. That's right. Riker Evans called up from the Coachella Valley Firebirds to the Seattle Kraken. It was going to be a late night show anyway, but I figure we might as well go live to talk about this one. And yeah, talk a little bit about our most recent loss in anticipation, hopefully, of what will be getting on the right track at home. Now, we haven't had the best record at home, so trying to curb and tame my expectations. But at the end of the day, something has got to change for the Seattle Kraken team, and I'm hoping this is a step in the right direction. Let's talk about it on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by our good friends at Game Time. We want you to download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. That's, once again, Locked on with the Game Time app, Locked on NHL, and that'll get you $20 off your purchase. We'll talk about that a little bit more coming up. But we're going live, everyone. And, you know, listen, we are a team that, that needs some juice. <laughs> we, we've got really nothing going for us right now. And it's unfortunate. It really, it really is unfortunate. We need a spark. And perhaps the Seattle Kraken have given us just that as they announce that Riker Evans is going to be recalled from Coachella Valley. Now, if you remember the show when I was in Seattle for preseason and training camp, there were a few players that got cut late in preseason, and Riker Evans was one of them. I told you around that time that I wasn't super convinced by Brian Dumoulin at that time. Um, you know, you bring in another veteran, sure, but I, I don't know. I just hadn't seen what I think I wanted from him. And, you know, there was that one play that I really liked the other day, but I don't know. I, I'm just, eh, you know, I'm indifferent at best to it, but I'm not really feeling it. I'm just not really feeling Brian Dumoulin, but he's like, the, the problem is not Brian. Um, we have some serious problems and shout out to Allison from Davy Jones locker room, did a great job with the vi with video breaking down some of the defensive lapses, not just from defensemen, mind you, but defensive lapses overall with the Seattle Kraken. It's been the bugaboo and we can't seem to write the ship and that's, that's becoming a problem. So, um, I mean, here's what I'm talking about. Poor puck management, gutsy opposing four check thwarted the Seattle Kraken on transition and scoreboard. Um, check that out. Davy Jones locker room. Let's talk a little bit though about Riker Evans top 10 right now in our goal scores, two goal or point scores, excuse me, two goals, six assists for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. You can see this little X that's because yeah, he's not currently with the Coachella Valley Firebirds. He's coming with us for the Kraken. You can see, you know, this is when we got Riker. Uh, I thought he had a great camp. The Firebirds 
struggled early, then they were able to stable the ship, now having some problems once again. But Riker Evans has been solid for them. Um, you know, I think maybe want to see a few more points from him, but I, I think overall he's doing pretty solid. So the question becomes, if Riker Evans is coming to the Seattle Kraken, then who are we going to see not in the lineup? Um, and yeah, Tuck the Puppy's got it right here. I feel bad the Kraken on the struggle bus, uh, but they need some help. They We do need help. And here's what I'm hoping. And a few other people have mentioned this. Listen, we saw Podorowski come up. We saw McCormick come up. Um, even Chris Drieger. None of those guys were used. Unless there's an injury that we just ha that hasn't been reported, I haven't seen anything yet. I do think that if you're going to bring Riker up, especially a guy like Riker who we thought could have made this team coming out of training camp and preseason, if you bring him up and then you don't use him, then what is the point? You know, and listen, I've talked about this before on the show. I've been I've been a player who has been that player that my coach used to make a starter kind of be like, oh, what's going on here? Like, you know, to light a fire under players that she really wanted to perform. I've been that kind of player before. It's not a great situation. I don't think you should do that with Riker. I think there's enough potential, and I think he's shown you enough of his game where you don't need to bring him in as like a prop, right, to, to light the fire up under veterans' butts, right? I really hope that's not the case. We need young talent. We've been, we've been starting to talk about it on the show because what are we saying? After every loss for the Seattle Kraken this year, we're talking about – well, you know, there were some improvements here. Um, our Nick Olchek the other day on the broadcast saying, you know, it, it, it's it's uh, an execution issue. They're a, a hair late here, a stick late there. When are we going to get tired of that? When are we going to get tired of that? This is not our inaugural season. And we made it to the second round of the playoffs last year. If you're still talking over 25 games into the season about how the difference between wins and losses is effort? Then take the people who are not putting up the effort out of the game. I mean, that seems pretty straightforward to me. Except maybe it's not because, uh, and I guess it's Jared McCann has been talking about this. I think Eberly and even Dave Haxtell. Uh, Dave Haxtell, I don't remember if it was before or after the Montreal game. Maybe it was after the Montreal game. He effectively was saying, you know, what we can't do is after every game, talk about the six or seven players that were doing their job. What we need to do is get more than six or seven players to do their job. And we're going to hear from um, Jared McCann and Vince Dunn. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take you to Vince Dunn um, because, you know, he's obviously a defenseman, but you can just hear some of the frustration. And rightfully so. I think we're all frustrated. So Riker Evans coming in 
I hope it's more than just a stunt. I really hope that he finds a way into the lineup, but then we have to figure out where he slots in. Let's hear from Vince Dunn, and then we'll break down some things from Montreal that maybe can give us an indication of where Riker might fit in with the Seattle Kraken as we have the homestand coming up. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for joining the live stream. If you have questions as we're going through, make sure you put them in the chat. I'm going to take you to Vince Dunn, and then I'll get back to some of your comments. So probably shouldn't take too much away from it. It's really unacceptable to come out with nothing. Um, I mean, we see how well we can play, so maybe look at those and, and understand how close we are, but... Um, being close doesn't cut it, doesn't win you games, um, needs to be complete, and um, it's definitely not even close to that right now. Vince, how important was Groovy to make you guys? Yeah, our goalies have been great all year. I don't care what anyone wants to say online, I see it all over, Groovy, Dax, defensively, it's it's not good enough for them. Um, we're giving them too many great A's, they're making a lot of big saves to keep us in games. Um, even in these games where we're outshot, it, they give us a chance. So. Um, can't look at them any differently. They're doing their part back there. And, um, I mean, it's a team game, but um, they're playing good for us. It's, it's really unfortunate to see the big saves maybe they hadn't made in the past two seasons. Um, they're, they're giving us a chance. we got to find a way to, to do our part up front. And that's Vince Dunn talking after the Montreal loss. He sets the record straight. I've done it on the show before. You can't b blame this on the goaltending. You really can't. I mean, I, I went on a rant the other day. Just say you don't like Philip Grubauer, if that's your gripe. Just say you don't like Joey Decord, if that's your gripe. If you're talking about the Seattle Kraken and you're not talking about the overall team defensive effort, you're not talking about some of the blown assignments in the defensive zone, then you are missing a, a decent amount of what needs to change. So this move... Um, to get Riker in, I like it. And, you know, Antoinette is saying in the comments, they seem so defeated and it's so early in the season. And that's what's missing. I saw on social media someone saying, you know, um, this conversation about who should be captain, Maddie Beneers, Everly, Larson. And then it's like, LOL, like the real captain was always Ryan Donato, which of course I loved. I, I assume it's a joke, but here's what I love about that is that Ryan Donato had that sandpaper that I've been talking about. I said in the offseason that we were severely lacking sandpaper, salt, spice, piss and vinegar, whatever you want to call it. We do not have it right now. We don't have it. And I think what really ticks me off is that what we're hearing, and we're going to hear this from Jared McCann later on the show, is that the players are doing that. The veteran players at, after the first period against Montreal had this kind of, you know, <laughs> whole conversation about what are we going to do? Let's light a fire. And as we'll see in our heat maps that we're going to go over, they did improve their game. But it's, it, you know, how many, what is it, an 80-something game season? You can't have veteran guys telling an entire team of NH or an entire locker room of NHL players after every period, you know, we gotta, we gotta have the spice. We gotta like show them who you are. Like we can't do that. That's exhausting. 
if you can't be a self-starter, a motivator at, at the NHL level, then I don't know, what are you doing? Which, of course, then points to who's making the decisions about the roster. I mean, Dave, come on. Come on, we got to talk about it. Yeah, Antoinette saying Donato, Sprung, and Geeky were our gritty, hungry guys. Exactly what we talked about in the offseason. I'm going to get into it a little bit more. We're going to use the Montreal game to break this down and, again, try to figure out where Ryan, um, Ryan Donato, I wish, where Riker Evans can slot into this Kraken team. Because, again, if you're bringing him up, it makes no sense to me to bring him up and not slot him in, given the difficulties that we're having. I'm going to make a case for it coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. As I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Now, Game Time is something that I've used a handful of times when I travel, including out to Seattle. I love Game Time because... Whether it's the holiday season, whether you're traveling to a city that you've been to numerous times, whether you're home or you're going somewhere new, you can hop on the Game Time app and find all kinds of events, sporting events, live performances. You know, there's all kinds of winter performances, holiday festivals. If I'm back home, I'm looking at, you know, the Radio City extravaganza. You can find all of that on Game Time and even select your seats. But there's also an opportunity, if you want, for game time to select the best seats for you. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average 18% savings. Or if you want a little bit more control, not only can you pick your own seats, but if you find a better deal, the game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N NHL, Locked On NHL, for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, folks, we are here for our live live reaction show. In case you missed it, our guy, the one and only, the one and only Riker Evans coming to the Seattle Kraken. It was announced, I guess, now about an hour ago that officially he has been recalled. Yeah, look at that, an hour. Uh, Riker Evans, defenseman recalled from the Coachella Valley Firebirds. So... What do we need to see or where does Riker Evans slot in is really what I'm trying to say here. And I think first I want to take us to uh, this is natural stat trick. And let's take a look at what we're seeing overall with the Seattle Kraken. Now, some of this is going to sound very familiar because it's the same old song for the Seattle Kraken. Slow start. Look at this game flow chart. Slow start for Seattle, and then we have, what, the veterans talking in the locker room, and we start to pick it up in the second and really start to put it on in the third, but it's too little, too late, too early goals, given up, bad giveaways, really bad turnovers, and it's Montreal taking off. 
Now, you know I love a good heat map. Look at these goals right there in front of Gruby. What's he supposed to do there? Now, what I will say is that we're starting to see Seattle get a little bit more of a net front presence, at least according to these heat maps, comparative to the game against Ottawa. And I like that. But we still, you know, I mean, we also ran into just <clears throat> the Canadians uh, goaltender was out of out of control in a good way for them and not such a good way for us. Um, let me take this off the screen because I lost it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Um, so we're seeing that the Seattle Kraken, um, you know, we need to defend in our area right in front of the crease. We see a lot of traffic up and down in and out the slot. And for me, that's just not focusing on playing team defense. Again, Allison did a great job breaking this down with video. We're not going to show video here on, on here, but definitely take a look at that. Um, I love this comment here. So let's take away the heat maps, but he needs to be a physical D man. And listen, when watching the Montreal game, if you listen to me rant, cause that it's felt like a lot of ranting this year, you know, I'm indifferent when it comes to even like how we measure hits. Um, I come from knowing the women's game an international game and at various levels hitting is not really, it's not that it's not a big deal. It's certainly part of the game, but you, you want to play a different style, but it was evidently clear against the Montreal team that we just aren't a physical team. As a matter of fact, I almost want to start focusing on what the strength and conditioning routine is for the Seattle Kraken. We've seen Maddie Beneers falling off his skates pretty easily in the last handful of games. We see even players like Jamie Alexiak getting knocked off the puck. Some of that is effort for sure. Another part of that has to be how you are preparing yourself to be as strong as you can on the puck. We don't look agile. We don't look particularly agile. We don't always look particularly spry. We don't look strong on the puck. Um, Montreal was knocking us into the boards. They did a great job pushing us into the boards immediately upon our entries. Now we've already had an issue with exits and entries from my eye test. It has not been great for the Seattle Kraken. And, and that's why you're starting to see a lot of the turnovers. But even when we could when we could get the zone, Montreal did a great job pinching us out, not only like pushing us outward, but literally pinching us against the boards. The Seattle Kraken don't play that kind of game. And so I agree if, if, <laughs> if we're going to bring in anyone, literally anyone at this point, I agree completely. They have to be physical. Now I don't mean enforcer physical. I don't need you picking silly fights and getting silly, silly, silly uh, penalties because we've seen costly penalties. Larson in the box at an inopportune moment for us, as an example. I think sometimes Justin Schultz, who I think in his first season gave us some things that I liked uh, defensively, but also sometimes he does take those kind of gamesmanship foul or penalties a little bit more than I would like. And I actually think 
what I liked about his situational awareness last year, I haven't seen as much this year. But anyway, I completely agree. Anyone that we bring to the Seattle Kraken, including Max McCormick, who was brought up, and I'm going to talk about his usage in a minute, they have to be gritty. And that's the one thing I like about us, and I hope we continue to do it. Because Locked on Kraken Insiders, if you're a part of our subtext community, uh, then you know that I talked to Dan Bilesma. And I asked him about the balance between being a physical team and a team that gets a little hot-headed. Because if you watch the AHL playoffs, including in the Calder Cup final, Part of what got the Coachella Valley Firebirds into hot water throughout the playoffs is that they're hotheads, you know? And we saw this also in preseason, you know? That one preseason game, was it in Calgary, the the, the split squad? I think so. And um, that game was off the rails. They're a spunky team. They really, really are. And we need some of that. We absolutely need some of that. Antoinette saying, our D have been acting more like forwards. And so this is something, I'm going to leave this comment up because this is a a shift that we saw between um, season one and season two. Because Adam Larson, I thought was, uh, listen, I sometimes would get on this podcast and question if he had cement in his skates the way he played in season one. Whereas when you saw the emphasis overall of the team was to get the D-men more active in season two, I actually thought that he was moving a lot better with and without the puck. And something has, I don't know what's going on. I keep saying it on the show. There's a lack of identity because Yes, I agree that that they are acting more like forwards, but some of that was the plan. Some of that was the point, but it's not feeling the same. It's not looking the same. It doesn't have the same effect. And is that because the D-men have gotten slower? Is that because the centermen are not necessarily in right position? I mean, there's all kinds of things that can be breaking down. The problem, though, is that we are the armchair GMs, right? We're the armchair head coaches. This is on the Kraken team, as in the players, and definitely the coaching staff to analyze and be able to fix these things. Because what do we keep hearing from the players? What do we keep hearing on the broadcast? That these are fixable. These are fixable problems. And I agree. And yet we're going into game 26 and these things don't seem to be fixed. So what's the rub? We got to figure it out. Cynthia saying, you should have seen the last two games versus the rain, lots of chirpiness and roughness. Uh, This is how they play. This is how they play. And listen, given how the Seattle Kraken are playing, I'll take some of this. I will take some of this, which is why I want to go over uh, and we're going to go back to natural stat trick, but I want to look at time on ice because I can say from my eye test, And then looking at natural stat trick, there are some things that concern me as to how other players who have been recalled have been used. And I'm a little bit concerned that maybe this is for show 
and not for real. We're going to talk about that uh, coming up on Locked on Kraken. Right now, though, I want to make sure you know that uh, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. If you hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description the moment they sponsor a job. So what we want you to do is visit indeed.com backslash locked on to start hiring today. Just go to indeed.com backslash locked on indeed.com backslash locked on terms and conditions apply cost per application pricing, not available for everyone. But remember, if you are a business owner, especially a small business owner like myself, you want to get your time back. And a great way to do that is with indeed's instant match. So if you need to hire, you need Indeed. And listen, I don't know if Indeed has a uh, special selection for hockey teams, but we need, indeed, we need a shakeup. We just need a shakeup. And so this Riker Evans news is exciting, except we haven't really seen the Seattle Kraken lean into, we haven't seen them lean into, the opportunity to utilize some of their younger talent. Now, if you watch the Coachella Valley Firebirds, then you know that Max McCormick is the kind of guy who owns and earned his captain's seat. What do I mean when I say that? Because the Seattle Kraken right now, as we all know, do not have a captain. Max McCormick will sprint down the ice. He will figuratively just follow me here. Uh, you know, shove his physical game down the opponent's throats metaphorically, not literally just to be, just to be clear. This guy plays with intensity. All right. You know, there's like Brandon Tanev kind of like chaotic energy, then there's Yanni Gord, who will mix it up and then laugh in your face. And then there's Max McCormick, who it's either on or it's off. And when this guy is on, okay, sometimes it can be a little chaotic, but you know what? i rather us lean in that direction than to be a stale, stagnant, um, non-committal, confused, non-communicative Seattle Kraken team that we're seeing right now. Give me a little chaos, except we did not see the chaos. Now, granted, he was playing fourth line minutes. But if we look at time, time on ice, Max McCormick, 537. Let me pull this up for you on natural stature. Max McCormick, 537 against Montreal. A team that, again, was kind of ragamuffining us. What did I say? If you follow me on, on social media, on X, I guess it is these days, what I was saying is it felt like Montreal was looking for free piggyback rides the whole game, the whole game. And the officials, I kind of liked this. The officials were like, I don't know what to tell you, Seattle. Stay on your skates. They weren't going to give just little ticky-tacky penalties. I mean, as someone with a, a rooted 
interest in Seattle, it was a little bit frustrating. But at the same time, stay on your skates. Beef up so that you can stay on your skates. Hockey is a contact sport. Stay on your skates. You know, because there's the Montreal game. I don't think they were overly physical with us. I was actually disappointed in how we played them physically. Then there's other games that have gotten way out of control. That's a whole nother story. We're not going to get into that right now. But I think, yes, shake the team. Shake. You get me, Cynthia. You get. Cynthia. Did we just become best friends? I don't know. Only, Only if you're amenable to it. Exactly. F it up. We need to wreck it, Ralph. And so if 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 you're only going to play max five minutes, I know he's playing on the fourth line, but come on. What are we talking about? The only Pierre-Edouard Belmar had more minutes than him. Yamamoto hit 11. The only two players under 10 minutes time on ice, McCormick and Pierre-Edouard Belmar. To me, that's a mistake. To me, that's a misuse of resources here. Now, if we're talking about defensemen, Brian Dumoulin had the fewest time on ice, 14-10. Uh, the next defenseman after that was Schultz. Those two, in my opinion, are the top candidates. They're the top candidates to maybe make way and make room for Riker Evans, Dumoulin, and Justin Schultz. I've never been a huge fan of Dumo's game. I talked about it the other day. I thought he made a great play, and you know me. I'm going to give flowers when flowers are due. I thought he made a great headsy play that likely saved a goal. Was it against Toronto? I'm looking at the calendar. I can't remember. There's been so many losses. I, I can hardly remember. It was either Toronto or Chicago either way. But other than that, nothing has stood out to me. I went on a rant earlier on this episode, this live episode. Hello, those watching on YouTube, um, that I liked what Schultz brought last season, but I haven't seen enough of that this year. Now he is not alone. So I can hardly, you know, I can hardly say he's the guy, but if again, you're a part of our locked on crack and insiders community, I had a conversation and it's still up in our, uh, our private playlist, but a conversation with Justin and, you know, I asked him about free agency. He's a free agent coming up. We brought in Dumo, but Justin, you know, he's a free agent next year. It, I think he sounded to me. And if you listen to our insiders playlist, you'll have to let me know what you think. But it sounded to me like he was a guy that knew that it wasn't a guarantee that he would be granted an opportunity to negotiate another contract. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I see, I'm catching up here. You know, they've been missing passes like they are in Peewee. You know, like we had that whole shinny shinny hockey situation, like just gnarly, messy hockey. But yeah, we also have peewee hockey. It's not looking great. It's not looking skilled. It's not looking like guys that played for a team that made it to the second round of the playoffs. Definitely just looking bad. It's just looking bad. 
it's yeah, it's looking bad. I don't know exactly when this comment was made, but it's, it's, it's effectively yes. I laugh and then I I I die a little inside because the Seattle Kraken just can't get it together. We can't get it together. I will be highly disappointed if we bring up Riker Evans only for the effect that I talked about in the first segment, which is to like put people on their toes, like the veterans, like, oh, am I going to suit up? If you l- listen, is this thing on? Hello, hello. I'm going to say this very clearly. I'm going to say it right now. What's today's date? December 5th, 2023. If they bring up Riker Evans only to have him sit and to be a healthy scratch, then the next conversation that we have on this podcast is going to be about coaching and management. Because if that's what you're going to do, with your top defensive prospect when we just lost four games in a row and we have, what, six? Six at home where we can't win even in a good season. We we weren't 500 at home last year. What are you waiting for? We do not need to be a team that is going to tank, okay? Just bring up the young talent And let them get comfortable. But if you, I will not understand and I will no longer protect and defend decisions from a coaching perspective or an executive perspective if we don't see Riker Evans dress for one of these games. It's it's just not the, not in this economy. The way the Seattle Kraken have been playing, and you're not going to put Riker Evans in the game? Stop. I'm I'm getting prematurely excited. I'm going to save my rant for if and when that should happen. I just really, I really hope I don't have to go there. I really hope I don't have to go there. This is a salvageable season to the extent that our players, our coaches, and our executives want to make it a salvageable season. There is no reason. There is no reason we should be losing these games. There is no reason that we should match one of our longest losing streaks that happened in season one. There is no reason on paper. So, Miss, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anyone talking about execution. I don't want to hear anyone talking about effort. I don't want to hear anyone ever, ever, ever again talking about we're just a hair, an inch, or whatever your measurement is too late to the puck. I don't want to hear it anymore. Stop. Just say no comment. Honestly, just say no comment and go into the locker room, kick over a, a trash can or whatever. But stop, stop, stop. I'm not saying that they're, I don't think that they use these as excuses. I think that they're using them because they're asked questions about a game and they have to give some kind of answer. Honestly, at this point, just stop. Just stop. Please stop. 
And you know what I liked from the Jared McCann clip? Did I play the Jared McCann? Did I play the Jared McCann clip? Now I'm forgetting. I know I had it ready. You know what? We're going to play it again because I can't remember. That's I just went on a rant. I got excitable and I can't remember. But Jared McCann, he's talking in this clip I'm about to show you about what? About practice. He's asked, oh, why is the power play uh, working a little bit better? He's like, well, we practice it. Oh, my goodness. Practice. Please, 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 Dave, come on. Nothing's working. The guys need practice. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking for a minute. Here's Jared McCann. If I played this clip, I apologize. I don't think I did. But listen to him. He mentions practice. He mentions practice. Our play there, you guys were really cycling the puck and like getting those retrievals. Where do you think that came from? What helped you kind of get to that part of your game? Oh, just practice. Um, you know, we've been been working on a lot in, in um, small areas, just trying to you know make those make those passes to uh, to kind of get them running. And you know, their uh, their unit did that, and it was it was good to see. What what changed after the first half of the game? It looked like you guys were able to put more things together. I wish I had an answer for you. Honestly, it feels like we do this every time. Um, we're chasing the game. Obviously, our goalie makes some huge saves for us in the first little group. It would have been 5 nothing after the first period. So, um, you know, it's frustrating. Um, we're all frustrated right now because we know we have better. What, what are some of the things that you... You see what I mean? What, what, there's nothing else to say, Jared. There's nothing else to say, Jared. We're, we're out of words. Practice and just do it. Practice and... Just do it. Defend the deep by practicing and executing. That's it. It's pretty basic. It's pretty simple. I said on yesterday's episode, I was going to issue a permission slip. Here's the permission slip, fam. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again formally on tomorrow's episode. But you know, when you get a permission slip, it's just as it says. You are giving someone permission to do something, to show up somewhere. So I am issuing a permission slip to the Seattle Kraken roster. I hereby grant you permission to officially defend the deep, whereas you will protect the puck in the defensive zone, whereas you will not leave your goaltender out to dry, whereas you will do your darndest to win 50-50 pucks, whereas you will have great gap control, whereas you will not slack in the last seconds of a penalty kill. And therefore, let it be known that with all of those things put into motion, the Seattle Kraken are therefore granted permission to defend the deep. That's what it's going to take, folks. That's my permission slip. It's turned into more of a rant than I thought it might. But also, that's where we're at. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I said it on yesterday's episode. I, I have to fill 20, 30 minutes because that's how long our show. This one's a little long. But I really could have just said, just play hockey. 
just go play hockey. I don't want to hear you talk about it. I, I want to see you do it. Show me what we're working with for real, for real, without the expectations, without all of the, I, just put it away. Pretend, go back into a time machine or whatever you need to do to go back to a team, back against the wall, Dave Haxtell saying, I know that we can be the kind of team that we want to be, but it's a matter of if we're going to do it. Because that's exactly where we are. Practice. Sounds like Ted. Do you know? Confession. Confession. I have not seen one single second of Ted Lasso. So I don't completely understand that reference, but I will work on it. I will, I will, I will work on it. Oh, this light's now bothering me. Let me switch. Okay. I I will take your word on it. I mean, yeah. You, you just like just go do it. Go do it. You know. Exactly. I talked about this on the show the other day and he's right. You know, he's right. And the leadership that we're getting, it's, you know, I'm going to go back on something I usually say. I've been of the opinion, you know, we don't need a, a captain. This isn't a captaincy issue, but if naming a captain for real, for real is going to give everyone on this team, someone to focus on, which I also think is kind of crap. I think that's a little bit um, emblematic of a different problem. But for the love of all things, if that's what it's going to take to give these guys a, a compass, a North Star, a guiding light, then just slap the thing on somebody. Just give somebody. The, give them all the captain. Give them all the captain seat for all I care. You know what I'm saying? Just just, just do it. If, if that's psychologically what these guys need, which again, I think is emblematic of a larger problem, but if just give it to somebody, I don't care. I don't care at this point. But again, I'm going back on what I say, but actually I don't really mean it because again, I feel personally, if you need to see a captain C in order to listen to someone giving you good advice on how to get a win, which is literally your job, I have other questions, fam. I have other questions, so I don't know. I, I said it, but I don't really mean it. <laughs> go on a meditation. You know what? Can I go to? I I feel like I need a meditation after this. I didn't think I was going to. I was like, woo, Riker. We're going to talk about Riker Evans. It's going to be so exciting. And I'm going to, it's going to be amazing. And then I just ranted. I need a meditation retreat. I need to touch grass. I think, listen, I said this before. I know they've tried the dinners and the stuff like that. Great. Love that for them. Important. But you know what's also important? Practice. 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 Practice is important. Practice is important. Go to dinner and have practice. Have a meditation session and have practice. Do a lifting session and practice your power play. Practice. 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 Always going to love it. They need double practice. You know what I used to say in the first season? In the first season, I used to say that we should run morning skate as if it's the first period. So maybe then by the time we hit the ice in the real first period, we'll think mm -hmm, that it's maybe the second period. We're seeing, I talked about this. Was it, was it Monday's show? We're getting a little bit of season one. 
and a little bit of the bad, like like the burnt, like the burnt parts. If if season two was like a little, you know, like a cupcake, like or a cookie, we're getting the burnt parts. We're getting the first batch of season two. This is season one and the burnt batch of season two all together. That's what season three feels like for me. And that just seems like a lot. It just seems like a lot. And I, I think we need to fix that. And we can. And we can. Remind the vets that they are vets and guide the young guys. And here's the thing. I like what you I like that you use that word guide, Antoinette. Guide them. You know, there's all these analogies on whether you should lead from the front or lead from the back. Right now, this Kraken team needs to crack open their roster. I want a full-on youth movement because you know what happens, generally speaking, when you are young. You're getting your first chance. Everything is new. You have a tendency to just do what you know how to do. We heard it with uh, Marianne Studenich, right? When he was in, he's like, listen, I, we didn't talk about a lot. They told me to just go out and do what I do. There's no other option. They don't have anything else to go on, you know? And apparently, our guys on the senior roster, if they've been told, hey, just go do what you do, either they don't know what to do or they're not listening. I don't know what it is. So the youth movement has to happen. Riker Evans needs to see significant minutes. So Allison from Davy Jones' locker room, and she contributes a few places, she was kind of saying the way the numbers look for Dumo or, you know, even um, Justin Schultz, maybe we don't see Riker Evans slide in because those guys, their numbers are not significant, as we talked about earlier on this uh, live reaction rant show that I'm, I'm now doing. Um, I thought that was interesting. And I hear where she's coming from to a certain extent. But for me, I think you do need to give those minutes to Riker, give him the same minutes that we're seeing Dumo get and see if he does better. You know, I mean, if, if Dumo's not giving us 10 minutes anyway, and how much of that has to do also, we have to be fair to what his role is on special teams. Cause the good heavens know that we're seeing a decent amount of special teams. So you have to take that into consideration as well, but just give those minutes to Riker. I say it's Dumo. I don't know if that's going to be what happens. I say Dumo. But, uh, you know, we have to also play the exercise of right versus left. Although Riker, and this is what I like about the potential to have him come on board, is that Riker was playing on his offhand in his, I think, one of his first, if not his very first, one of his first preseason games this season. And he did he did pretty pretty well. It was one of the first games for sure because I remember talking with the Kraken media core and saying all of us saying like you know this kid really stood out to us in this game. And then I'm almost positive it was JT Brown who said yeah and he's on his off side. That's, I mean, what else do I have ranted for almost 50 minutes? I don't know that there's anything else to say. Practice, 
just play the game and let the kids play. Let the kids play and let the vets be there to catch them. But let them play. Don't say too much to them. Don't try to do too much. Just let them play. I don't know how it can be any worse than what we've been seeing. And to be clear, what's the most disappointing for me about the Kraken this season is that it just seems stale. It's uninspired, uninspiring. It's stale. It's a half step slow. It's just, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. They're not the hardworking, grinding, and we still want to pinch their cheek kind of team. They're not the cute, adorable, shiny new team anymore. And you know what? They're struggling with their identity. But we hold fast. We stay true. But if you want to defend the deep boys, let the kids play. Let the kids play. Anything is possible. Listen, you know, you know what? And we're going to talk about this tomorrow because we have the devils coming up and the devils are struggling even worse than we are. Why are we the hope? We, we, we give other teams hope when they play us, whether they're playing us at home, whether they're playing us at CPA, we give them hope. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Take some pride. Take some pride in defending the deep. Uh, okay, for real. We're, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to one another. Hold fast. Stay true. And let's go Kraken. Let's go Riker. Riker Evans in the lineup. I want to see it. Let's go. Let's go. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks so much for joining. And uh, I'll rant a little bit more. Um, actually, tomorrow's episode... I'll let you know this. Tomorrow's episode, we're going to take a little break from the rant. It's my meditation period, but we have NHL Breakaway, uh, some guys from NHL Breakaway, which is their NFTs. Are NFTs dead? Are hockey NFTs less dead than other NFTs? Well, tune in tomorrow to find out, and we'll be giving away some uh, some uh, prep from NHL Breakaway. So that's what's coming up tomorrow. And then on Thursday for our game day episode, we'll do a little bit more talking about the Devils because holy cannoli, I might, I might, I don't even want to know what I might do if we can't, if we can't figure it out against the Devils. But we have been a team that's giving other teams with very little hope, more hope, we need to not do that. Let's let's not do that. Let's let's not do that. Okay? 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 Okay. All right. I'm done for real now. NHL breakaway tomorrow on Thursday. Fresh show, game day show. We'll get you ready. Uh, all right. That's it. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.